Welcome to the Power of Faith with David Hathaway. Jesus teaches in John 16, from verse 22 onwards. You have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice, and no one can rob you of that joy. The time is coming, indeed it is here now, when you will be scattered, each one going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. Here on earth, you will have many trials, and sorrows. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. Thank you for continuing to support our humanitarian and spiritual relief efforts in Ukraine. To make a donation, please visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Now, please join David as he ministers today's word. For some reason, I really began, as I was opening up the scripture, to turn around and my attention was drawn actually to the early church and, in a sense, to the persecution of the early church. And when you look at persecution, because I was looking, for example, in Acts um, at the end of chapter 7, the beginning of chapter 8, the um, the martyrdom of Stephen, who was the first Christian martyr. But then when I begin to look back, I obviously turn to Acts chapter 6. And in Acts chapter 6, what we see is this. These are the very early days, remember. I mean, you've got Acts chapter 2, the day of Pentecost. Acts chapter 3, Peter and John going up to the temple at the hour of prayer. And then you've got, uh, of course, Acts chapter 4, when uh, Peter began to speak to the people and the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came on them. And, of course, they arrested them. But... Um, when you look at chapter 6, what you come to here is that um, in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there was a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews. Now, <laughs> I find this is quite interesting because what you're obviously saying is that the early church was composed of Greek and Jew. And it's the first time I've really sensed in the scripture that um, there were obviously considerable numbers because the Greek were complaining against the Hebrews because of the uh, neglect of the widows. So the result in that early church was that the twelve apostles called the multitude of the disciples and said, it's not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, look out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. And I find it quite intriguing at this stage, looking at this early church. I mean, we're looking at the very, very early days after the day of Pentecost, that 
It was even suggested that for dealing with what one would regard as almost secular matters, that was the um, of, of looking after the widows, that they needed men to be full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. But when you look a bit further, you'll see the outcome. Because they says in verse 4, we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. So you can see here a clearly coming separations in the ministry of the church. So it's pleased the multitude, and they chose Stephen, Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Taman, Parmenas, and Nicholas. These were the seven. But it, the thing that intrigued me here is that the first one that they chose was Stephen. And it says that Stephen was a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. And you know, I find this very, very interesting that here you've got uh, groups of men and women, but that this, these men, and particularly Stephen, were marked because they were full of faith and full of the Holy Ghost. I mean, we've just come through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and uh, I mean, we could spend a lot of time dealing with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But remember that the Holy Spirit gave gifts, and there are nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's different to the fruit of the Spirit, the nine gifts. And one of those nine gifts is faith. And I know that because I was following the Scripture, although I was only a teenager when I received the Holy Spirit, I, I was very conscious that the Apostle Paul says in Corinthians, he said, seek earnestly the best gifts. And strangely enough, and I, 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 I don't even know why I did it, but right from the beginning as I thought of the nine gifts, that I somehow centered on the gift of faith. And it, to me, it's very singular that I was ignoring the, the vocal gifts, speaking with tongues, prophecy, and interpretation of tongues. Yes, I could speak with tongues, and uh, occasionally I have prophesied, but I was much more concerned with the practical rather than the intellectual gifts. And um, of the practical gifts, you've got the gift of faith, the working of miracles, and uh, gifts of healing. But somehow I, in my own spirit, sensed that I was to need the gift of faith. And I think, to me, in my life and my ministry, it's been quite evident that God has given me that gift. And I have lived by faith. I have acted by faith. In fact, I would sense that the whole of my ministry has been a confirmation of that gift. But then, look what happens, because in this is Acts 6, verse 6, they set these seven before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. 
And then immediately the word of God increased and the number of the disciples multiplied and a great company of the priests, Jewish priests, were obedient to the faith. And Stephen in verse 8, full of faith and the power of the Holy Spirit, did great wonders and miracles among the people. So here we're seeing not just the apostles, but for the first time you clearly see one of the other men appointed uh, simply to be uh, administrators, but yet so powerfully filled with the Holy Spirit and with faith that in verse 8, he being full of Stephen, being full of faith and of power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Now, what an example. And I feel that this is a tremendous challenge because too many people are looking at the miracles of the Bible and saying, oh, that only happened in the biblical times. That only happened with, maybe they say, with the 12 disciples, the 12 apostles, but no, even Stephen, who had been anointed and set apart for this secular part of the ministry, is now so full of faith and the power of the Holy Spirit that he, and this is not the apostles, he did great wonders and miracles. Do you want the fire of God? That Pentecost experience will only come for one purpose, that you might glorify the name of Jesus Prophetic Vision magazine is the teaching ministry of David Hathaway. Request your free copy and let God show you the path to revival in your life and your nation. Visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash contact. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting Eurovision. .org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.